0: Welcome to the Shelter from the Storm podcast, a daily walk through the Bible with me, Pastor Jason Pulling, as we seek shelter in Jesus Christ from the storms of this life. It's a great day to glorify God. This is Pastor Jason Poling coming to you from the Shelter from the Storm podcast. And uh, I have been out of commission for, man, a good couple weeks here. I've been sick, pretty miserably sick. I've never been this sick in my life, I don't think, in terms of the length and duration of the symptoms. I did get the COVID test, or I should say the virus that will remain nameless because no one wants to think about it. And of course, when you get sick, that's the only thing you can think about. But I did get the negative a result on the COVID test, uh, as well as my son, who was also ex- expressing some symptoms. But I had basically every symptom that COVID had, except for the respiratory stuff, plus some other ones. And it was it uh, over the course of a couple of weeks, um, I had three bouts, and so I'm just coming off uh, of the third and most severe bout. So anyway, I was in no shape to come into uh, work and and do anything. Uh, especially do the podcast and uh, also wanted to stay away from people and uh, uh, you know quarantine myself for for people's safety but uh, i've been I've been well for a few days now and uh, no one's in the office so I'm here still quarantining, but I'm able to kind of actually think no longer having the huge migraines that lasted for two weeks. that was miserable. but anyway, that has been my story for a couple of weeks and I am just glad to be kind of with it again, and able to to dive into God's Word with you, and looking forward to being back at church uh, this Sunday uh, and Friday night uh, to go into Matthew, but we are in the book of Mark, actually, so we're not Matthew, excuse me, Luke, we are in Luke, it's been a couple weeks, uh, I have no idea what's going on, but we are in Luke in our church uh, services, and you can always go to cornerstoneyc.com, uh, check out what we have to offer uh, in terms of the live streams and other other things that you can find, YouTube, Facebook, et etc., Twitch, but uh, on this podcast we are in the Book of Mark. We've been marching through the Book of Mark since the beginning of the quarantine, taking some time off, but we are uh, we are getting close to the end. We are in Mark chapter twelve, and as you uh, know from following the podcast, and thank you for all all of you who who follow this podcast. It's really encouraging to me to see how many uh, people listen uh, every time I post one of these. So just encourages me to know that people have a hunger for the Word of God. And that is our only shelter from the storm. And so this truth that we're going to look into, we are in Mark 12 in the New American Standard Version. And as we've seen leading up to this, if you've watch and listen to the podcast, we see Jesus marching to Jerusalem, marching to Calvary. That's his final destination. That was the whole point of him coming to earth was to die on that cross for our sins, rise again the third day, vindicating that he had come and established the kingdom of which is coming and one day will come uh, at the second coming of Christ in its fullness. And so we see him really taking to task, especially the religious leaders, but also the religious people, the Jews. Uh, He is not pleased with how they have handled their commission from Yahweh, from God. And the old covenant was clear what their mission was, was to bless all the nations through the lineage of Abraham so that everyone could know Yahweh and believe. But they'd become insular, they'd become racist, they had become um, legalistic and dead in their religion. That's why he went to the temple, and that's why the parable of the the vine, and that's why just in the previous section, at the very end of chapter 11, we see that uh, Jesus is again uh, critiquing, condemning these religious leaders. And that leads us to, after he does that condemnation, in Mark 12, he goes further and refers them back to the texts that they knew well, the Old Testament, especially the Old Testament prophets. And in Mark 12, he starts out in this way. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a wall around it, and dug a vat under the wine press and built a tower, and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey. And so the Jews and the religious leaders would have seen this instantly as a reflection back to uh, Isaiah chapter five. And on Isaiah chapter five, there's this language. At the very beginning, through the mouth of the prophet Isaiah, God says, let me sing for my beloved, my love song, says verse one, Isaiah five. My love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it and cleared it of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out a wine vat in it. And he looked for it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. So it didn't produce the fruit that the vineyard owner hoped that it would. But this is, of course, God speaking about the nation of Israel. This was his vineyard, the nation, the people of Israel, and they did not produce the fruit that he wanted them to do. And so when Jesus is speaking that, of course, Isaiah is condemning the religious leaders of the day. Jesus is Uh, channeling Isaiah, basically, and saying the same thing about the religious leaders of his day, and the Jewish people. And then he goes on to a further elaboration of this point in verse two, he begins to continues to speak this parable, then at the harvest time, the vineyard owner sent a slave, a servant to the vine growers in order to receive some of the produce of the vineyard from the vine growers. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty handed. And again, he sent them another slave. And they wounded him in the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and that one they killed. And so with many others beating some and killing others. So Jesus is referring in a parable form uh, back to what he'd already said about the the Jewish people, that God had sent his servants, the prophets, many times throughout the uh, history of um, Israel. And they had abused them, persecuted them, and killed them. Because they were sending a message of reform and repentance To return to the mission that god had for them and they rejected it but then in verse six the vineyard owner god he had one more to send a beloved son he sent him last of all to them saying they will respect my son but those vine vine growers said to one another this is the heir come let us kill him and the inheritance will be ours and they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard Of course, Jesus, you can't miss the point here. He's speaking of what will happen in just a few days on Golgotha, on Calvary Hill. He'll be crucified by these Jewish leaders, by the Jewish people. Um, And then he says in verse 9, a question. What will the owner of the vineyard do? What will God do is what Jesus is asking and here Jesus answers the rhetorical question which everyone would obviously know you you can't do that uh, to the vineyard and to the 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 vine the vineyard owner you can't do that to God you he has commissioned us as his people the jewish people would have known this to take care of his vineyard and to produce fruit and then we killed his servants and killed his only son what's he going to do Jesus answers it in verse 9 he will come and destroy the vine growers and will give the vineyard to others, and that's exactly what happened. Of course, to, to the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple, and throughout the New Testament, you see in the ministry of Paul and the other apostles this giving over of the kingdom agenda and mission to the Gentiles. Not that the Jews aren't still included, but there definitely is a lesser involvement at this point in history. There will come a time when they are included, and in, uh, they will come to Jesus in greater number at the end of time. But right now, it's the time of the Gentiles. So, this is the critique and the condemnation that the prophets leveled. And then, of course, Jesus, uh, as the final prophet, uh, the Son of God, he, he speaks the same thing. And you can imagine why they wanted to kill him. I mean, there's for various reasons, but this is one of them. And then they go on and in verse 10, or Jesus goes on and says, Have you not read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected, the be- this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord. And it is marvelous in our eyes. And he's hearkening back then to Isaiah chapter 28, another passage in the famous prophet. And in Isaiah 28, uh, this passage goes on like this. Uh, It's again, a condemnation of religious leaders. It says, for by people of strange lips and with a foreign tongue, the Lord will speak to this people to whom he has said, he has said to his people, this is rest, give rest to the weary. And this is repose. This is Sabbath. And yet they would not hear verse 12 of Isaiah 28 verse 13 and the word of the Lord will be to them precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line that they may go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. It's basically, um, the prophet Isaiah is speaking in a way that the Jews would have spoken then, sort of a mockery, where they they learn the word of God really well, just like you teach a child line upon line, you know, one precept upon another, you know, you give them a foundation, you continue to help them grow in their knowledge and maturation, and that's what the Jewish people were experiencing. They knew the Old Testament well, they knew line upon line, they'd studied it well, but yet they did not understand. And so, in verse fourteen, therefore, hear the word of the Lord, you scoffers, you mockers who ruled his people in Jerusalem. Because you have said, we have made a covenant with death we and with Sheol, we have an agreement. They're basically saying, hey, we're the people of God. We're not going to be cursed. We're, we're safe. Because you said that, but yet you didn't understand, right? Verse 16, therefore, thus says the Lord of God, behold, I am the one who has laid as a foundation in Zion, a stone, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone of a sure foundation. Whoever believes in him or believes will not be in haste will not be in haste. So the point Jesus is making of course you see the apostles mention this many times about Jesus being the cornerstone of the church the cornerstone of the kingdom of God and the Jews because they they failed to really understand what they were learning in God's word they did not heed it they rejected the very stone that God had appointed to be the foundation of the kingdom and so that cornerstone uh, really became, became a condemnation for them. As Jesus says, those who fall on that stone will be broken to pieces. So this is a, 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 of course, it was a warning to the Jews at the time, but definitely to us as well. We can say, hey, we're the people of God. Um, we believe in Jesus. We know his word. We study it. We listen to sermons. We read books. We know line upon line. But the reality is if we're not having the heart of Jesus doing the mission that God has appointed for all of his people to do from the very beginning, um, of course, in the garden, but definitely the Abrahamic promise to bless all peoples, to, to go into the highways and the byways and to all men, women, boys and girls of all stripes and colors and nations and tongues, because that's what the Jews were not doing. They were insular. They were racist and bigoted towards those outside. And sometimes we can be that way as Christians as well. And so we have to be careful that we also don't fall into that same condemnation and we become v- uh, vineyard servants who do not produce the fruit that the king is asking us, the owner of the vineyard is asking us to produce. Um, so it's definitely a sobering message, um, but this is the word of the Lord. And it's something that we can just say, hey, man, when we fail to do the mission, we just repent. We say, God, forgive us. We've, we've, we've fallen back from what you've called us to do. Please help us to do your mission. Well, love you guys. Hey, we will talk about uh, Caesar and taxes. That's the next passage, and that's a hot one, of course, in today's debate over government overreach. So I hope you tune in tomorrow. Share this with friends and family. Love you. Bye. Thanks for taking a few minutes with me to dive into God's Word. I always appreciate your feedback and look forward to your questions. You can email those to me at jason at cornerstoneyc.com. You can also check out my videos and other content on Facebook, YouTube, instagram and now twitch.tv slash pastor definitely check out also the content from the church i serve cornerstone church of yuba city in california and please share this podcast with others i'll catch you on the next podcast as we learn how to shelter from the storms of this life in jesus christ